Hi everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Hans Pearson, CEO of the Store Local Group. And I'm Mark Gregg, I'm the National Head of Revenue for Store Local. In light of recent events, we thought we'd get some experts from all around the globe to share their experiences and give us something to take away and apply it into our businesses over the coming days and weeks. We're really excited, so let's get into it. So today on the Storecast, we're lucky enough to have Jonathan Layton from Storeco join us. So Jonathan, thank you for your time. If I could just get you to introduce your business um, to our listeners and probably in terms of the first question, how has COVID-19 affected your business at a head office, contact with your owners at the sites and just general management of the building sites as well, please? Oh, thanks very much, Mark. It's great to be with you. Uh, Always good to chat. So I'm from Storco Storage Systems. We're a manufacturer and builder of self-storage petition systems and lightweight building systems, mezzanine floors. Company's been operating since the early 1980s. And um, yeah, we work across Australia and New Zealand. COVID-19 so far hasn't really had a huge impact on us at a head office level. We have um, remote, we have quite a few remote staff and we've got quite a few staff from head office currently working from home, either full-time or part-time. So the, the office is a little bit quieter than it usually is but we all contact each other well through Zoom meetings and things like that. Um, but the operation of the business, apart from New Zealand shutting down, uh, that's made a few challenges for us. Everything's tip- ticking along pretty much as per usual. Fantastic. It's good to hear. Jonathan, in terms of supply of material and logistics to get the required material around to the sites, how has Storco been able to manage that? Yeah, well, it hasn't been as big a challenge as many might think and the reason for that is we have invested a lot of time and money over the last 10 years to really build a strong solid Australian based supply chain so we're depending very little on imported products where the challenges really come into that are coming to play particularly in New Zealand is that yes we can get materials across there but we can't install because they've been in complete lockdown. We've had a number of projects over there come to a standstill with materials just sitting on the ports because we haven't been able to move that material domestically within the country. Within Australia, it's been pretty good, really. While we do have some border restrictions, that doesn't apply to freight. So we've been able to get materials to all our sites. Probably the only major challenge we've had there is is the moving of our install crews, which are working interstate regularly and just managing that aspect of it. Okay. And in terms of obviously with COVID-19, have you seen a shift in the prices of material um, and how has that sort of uh, affected whether it's yourselves at a store co level or from uh, the end user, the owner? Uh, how has that sort of, how do you, how do you, how has that sort of happened? Yeah, there has been an impact, but it's not massive. Once again, primarily because most of our product is Australian made and hasn't had a great impact. Where it has impacted us a little bit is that many of our suppliers have had an increased demand from other customers who were buying out of China or importing out of Southeast Asia and their supply has stopped so that they're now trying to take a piece, I suppose, of the the Australian made pie. we're lucky that our suppliers have been pretty reasonable to us and have and we've only had minimal single digit 
price rises over the last few months. Okay, and and is that uh, Jonathan? Is that sort of worn by the owner, or is that sort of like a negotiation that would happen through that phase? Well, it's it's really dependent on when the project was quoted. Any new projects quoted are quoted at the new rates. Any any projects that we've already signed up or we're close to signing up, we've we've decided to honour that price to minimise the impact on our customers. Oh, that's fantastic. It's very nice, Jonathan. Um, so, Jonathan, in terms of, um, I suppose, have you seen a decline in projects starting off? I know we spoke earlier. So, in terms of those projects that may have kick-started, have you seen that sort of um, had an had an impact? Uh, sorry, have you seen that sort of have an impact in, in terms of that? Um, what we're finding is any projects that have actually started on site, so they're coming out of the ground, nearly all of those have continued. There's no no hold up. In fact, believe it or not, quite a few of our projects have been accelerated because so many tradies, uh, the pub's no longer open, they can't take the kids to the beach. They're actually working 12-hour days, six or seven days a week. Quite a few of our projects have been brought forward. Um, any projects that were in the design phase or prior to starting on site, uh, probably 30 to 40% of those have been put on hold. It's not because of a lack of confidence in the industry. It's more just an inability to be able to go to site regularly and visit them, particularly for our, our customers that are serving on a national footprint. They just can't travel to see those sites. And the other thing is that there's a fear of lockdown partway through the project and you could have millions of dollars tied up in a project at a standstill. So many of those customers are just viewing it on a month-by-month -month basis. As soon as the confidence is there that the country's not going to go back into lockdown, those those projects will then proceed. Oh, that's fantastic. And what do, you, what do you see as the opportunities within the self-storage sector, um, more so from, your, from a building perspective or from an innovation perspective as well? I don't see a huge change in that front i think from a from a building or from an innovation perspective i think what we will see is more integration of of office space and and um, other types of spaces becoming part of a self-storage facility what i think we're going to see is businesses wanting to go to a more flexible model so instead of having a big office in the city with 50 staff they might minimise that back to a core number and have some people working from home or working from offices close to their home, which we've figured out actually works quite well. And so I think there'll be an opportunity for self-storage facilities to put some little serviced offices or things like that into play. Um, and I think that'll become a, could well become a big thing uh, going forward. Well, that's, yeah, look, it's going to be certainly interesting in terms of that. So, Jonathan, in terms of manufacturing from a self-storage se sector, do you see that changing? And obviously very different for yourselves because you do manufacture here in Australia. But just in general, um, do you see that changing uh, within self-storage moving forward? No, I don't really see much of a change there at all. I think, if anything, um, all we're going to have to accommodate is probably a slight increase in production. We have won projects over the last couple of months that we had previously lost to imported product and the customer's been unable to get that product or the price has risen significantly through the, the decrease in the Aussie dollar and just the whole uncertainty around that. So I think what it will do is help drive um, more Australian made product and obviously we fall into that category. Mm. Yeah, I think just in general, I 
I think from a manufacturing perspective, I think Australia will change just because of that. Uh, it's going to be more readily available. So definitely be interesting. And obviously you're already ahead of the game, which is fantastic to see. Is there anything else that you'd like to share to the listeners here today, um, whether it's within your current environment or, you know, post-COVID as well? Yeah, well, one thing I was um, thinking of that I think self-storage developers need to think about is what is going to happen to the, to the building of these facilities in the next 12 to 18 months. Because what we're finding is a lot of projects that were going through the design phase are still proceeding through the design phase. And a lot of projects that were through that stage but hadn't started are on hold. So I think what we will find is that we'll have a quiet period in early 2021 while those projects all come out of the ground, but then there'll be a glut of work later in 2021 because we're going to have all the delayed projects as well as the projects that have stayed on course all coming online at once. So that could be an interesting challenge for the self-storage builders like ourselves to, to maintain our production and install capability through that period. Mm. I'd probably also add that I think also from a self-storage perspective and, you know, right, I go back to the very first storecast that Hands and myself did. We spoke about from a store local perspective and then since speaking to others in the industry, self-storage has become really probably, will become more of a known product. I think they've also seen that it is quite resilient in terms of uh, these type of events happening. So I think the appetite for self-storage will actually increase and, and clearly will fo follow through right through to yourselves. Um, and, you know, security, all of that sort of stuff. So I think from an industry perspective, it's really shown us, obviously, what we can do. And I think what's also important to recognise, uh, you know, yourself, your time, like today, I can't, I really do appreciate your time. I know you're busy, but to be able to share your experiences and what you're going through, uh, through your business and, and to share that today has been fantastic. So, Jonathan, I'd like to thank you. Um, I look forward to obviously staying in touch and, and sharing more uh, the journey as it sort of progresses. And obviously yeah, it's going to be, you know, interesting come six, nine, 12 months down the track, how the, uh, how we go through post COVID as well. So thank you very yeah, much. Great. great, Mark. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much.